The Dick Van Dyke Show. Hello, all our loyal listeners, all me and Brad. Hey, this guys. Is, this is Ryan. And this is Brad. Welcome to Neb TV Cast. Um, are you trying to make up a title for this? Yeah, um, I don't really have one, if you couldn't mm, tell by my really Nebcast. poor opening. I guess television is like broadcast, and so it's still so, like Nebcast, I guess. Yeah, so... Um, um, wait, it, wait. TV Land. No, I got nothing. Yeah, You're worthless, man. I keep you around for creative crap, and you... T- can't even do it. Um, but this week, we're going to do something a little different. Um, one of me and Brad's favorite shows is The Dick Van Dyke Show. So we decided to take um, each, pi- each, peak, each pick a episode from a season, and we are going to watch them, and we're going to comment, comment on them for you at home. We're going to talk about classic TV. Yep, and this has to go over as well as our other ones. Neb classic cast. Cast. <laughs> Neb classed. Um, but I guess before we um, start, I guess we should talk about where our love for this show came originally. Do you remember, did you just buy the DVDs and we started watching them together, or? Uh, I watched the show when I was, like, a kid, you know, on yeah, Nick me at too. Night, um, before TV Land existed and stuff, and uh, one day the DVDs were available, so I bought those, and I was able to watch each episode that ever existed whenever I wanted. And, and you know, one thing I like about this, too, it's a classic TV show, and a lot of times with dvds on classic tv shows is they don't make them very good you know you don't get any special features the the picture quality is bad yes exactly yeah where these um dvd sets if you don't have them you really should go out do yourself a favor go and get them because this is one of the best sitcoms ever and they have interviews with the stars carl reiner and dick van dyke and mary tyler moore do commentary on some of the episodes they have old uh, like TV specials, like award ceremonies. Exactly. And stuff. Like you can see the Emmys from like 1964 and see. You can watch episodes of other shows like, uh, what's it, Make Room for Daddy? Yeah. Where guests, like stars from the show, guested on. and. So it's a really nice DVD set, you know? Yeah. Um, um, my only regret is that since I bought each individual set and then they bought, they brought out that whole like TV. Yeah. Like the box set is actually a, like a classic TV. Yeah. With all the um, cases in it. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, you like a show so much that you don't really want to wait for the complete complete series to come out. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I watched a lot when I was little, but I really got back into it after you got the DVDs. And me and you started watching them, and, you know, you just forget how funny the shows are. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's what we're going to do, and we're going to... A lot of the jokes still hold up today. Absolutely, and that's why I actually chose this one. Season 1 actually has a lot of episodes I really, really like. It actually has my probably my favorite episode of the whole series is in season one it's called how we met on the night we danced or how we danced on the night we met um but i actually chose to pick another classic one it's called the curious thing about women and uh the premise for this is why women just can't leave enough alone and why they always have to know and there's a line in here that i'll point out when the as the episode's going that i've has actually been said to me in a relationship before (laughs) and um i always think about this and when it makes me laugh that it's what, 45 years old this season? No, it's 49 years old? Was it 1960? 61. 48 years old. 49 years old, and this still holds true today. 
And of course, if you, you know, for the new people who don't know who Carl Reiner is, you can see him in the Oceans movies. I should make mention that um, Carl Reiner solely wrote, uh, I think, I know the entire first season, maybe the second season, all by himself. Absolutely. So, nowadays, a lot of shows have multiple, multiple writers. Sure. And the first season, too, actually doesn't have the classic opening that everyone's accustomed to. That's right. And we're starting off with annoying little TV brat, Richie. If you're watching this along, if you people happen to have the Dick Van Dyke episode, this is season one. Disc three, and it is episode seventeen. Ricky, oh, actually, <laughs> Richie, you little scam. <laughs> Richie actually gets better as the show goes along. He's featured really prominently in the first season, and he's about as funny and as a good actor as me. I think uh, because by the end of the, the series run, he's four years older. <laughs> yeah. And okay, and I'll say it right now. I think Mary Tyler Moore in the 60s is freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Don't make them like that anymore. They do. I have one. And she's <laughs> named Laura, too, so maybe maybe there's a coincidence in the name. Okay, um, I talked over, like, a big part of the sh- uh, show, if you're watching. Um, his wife is telling him, basically, that she read a letter from his cousin... And he's upset because why can't he read it himself? Must be kind of disappointed. I only got two letters this morning. No, there were a couple of letters. I think in Laura's defense, she feels so a part of Rob's life that um, she's, she's sharing the mail with him. Yes. They're of one mind and body, so. <laughs> yes. But look at her. I mean, you don't even see this anymore. Look at her making him breakfast. Can't wait to kiss him. Call him Darling. I've never been called Darling before. I want to be called Darling. <laughs> and here's a, a ongoing thing with um, Rob's character is he's very sarcastic. <laughs> and Brad, you know, why didn't uh, Carl Reiner want this show shot in color? Um, because, well, because they weren't really doing shows in color in the first couple seasons. And he didn't want the... And so when it started to transition halfway through, they, they didn't want to have half and half they figured you know we started in black and white let's just finish it gotcha. black and white. It seems sometimes richie is reading lines like off a wall <laughs> he's getting a lot of direction yes look at those legs richie's legs yeah richie's legs <laughs> he said that it was as he was running away <laughs> <laughs> this is a cute thing like this is why they're one of the greatest TV couples too because even in their fight they're kind of cute together you know and of course a tribute to the writers but also the incredible actors that these two are a joke on condensed milk <laughs> and you know what? That would be more enjoyable than sitting through three and a half hours of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, 
And and also, Miss Petri, it's a federal offense to open up somebody else's mail. <laughs> We're joined in this commentary, too, by my dog, Stuart. He's sitting on my lap, laying on my lap. Ash is here, too, and he's just laying down, getting close to Dick and Mary. <laughs> Seriously, cute. And that was just the show opening. And that was just the show opening. And here, here we go. We don't see um, Mr. Van Dyke trip. Uh, would become like the show's actual trademark. I mean, if you could say anything that's really well known about the show, it's its opening. Yeah, the tripping over the ottoman. It's, it's weird. I always thought like this uh, photo thing was the first season only, or even the first couple episodes, but it, it goes all the way through like season three, I think. Uh, I think it starts in season two as a ottoman tripping. Mm. Um, of course, uh, we got Maury Amsterdam here, who is extremely funny, a one-line supreme. And um, as long as we don't get close to... Uh, I think he, they called him the human joke machine. They do. He was yeah. on The Tonight Show, and they would, he would go out in the audience, they'd say, hey, horse, and he'd say a joke about a horse. Exactly. And... <laughs> and here he kind of does it on the show as well. And Rose Marie, as long as there's no close-ups, she's really talented. <laughs> you just can't stand her, can you? No, but I do think she has a really good singing voice, and I think she's a very talented actress. But basically a face for radio is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was reading her bio. She used to be like a little child star in the 20s, and yep. then she went on Broadway. She's quite the actress. Uh, what do they call her? She had some kind of nickname. can't remember. The other Shirley Temple? <laughs> like little Rosemary or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Here, you know, it's still kind of early in the show. They're still setting up their characters. And Rob, you know, the honest guy, good-looking guy. No one really wears fedoras to work anymore. No, they should bring those back. Yeah. I guess uh, they're not very good marksmen when it comes to darts. No. That was the joke. Didn't you see Buddy throwing him and missing him at the beginning? Oh, no. Was... Br Brad, pay attention to the episode. How can you comment on an episode you're not even watching? I was paying attention to that lamp in the corner. I saw that at an open house years ago. And here's the second premise of the show they're setting up, second story, where how Rob's going to get in trouble with Laura again. And, I mean, you can also relate this to real life, too, um, because let's say, I don't know, lately I was – recently I was told not to tell my friend something, and I told him anyways. And then so Brad went ahead and – I mean my friend went ahead and said what I wasn't supposed to say to him to someone who were really nameless and got me in trouble. That has no relation to what this episode yes, is about. Yes, because he um, is telling them about the fight and – then Laura finds out that she's the one who's in the fight, so he gets in trouble for doing something about the permission. Okay. <laughs> Has Laura, your Laura, ever uh, opened your mail on you? I don't think so. I really don't get that much mail. I'm really not that cool. Yeah. 
thought watching people come up with ideas was funny. I know. <laughs> no one watches us come up with ideas. No. You know, I, I like again, look how great of an actor Dick Van Dyke is just holding a box. He's got all that slapstick training. Exactly. He was he was a vaudeville star before he did this. I mean, seriously. I mean, look at him. <laughs> I mean, that's freaking talent. And anybody, I mean, a lot of people know Dick Van Dyke, obviously, from Mary, Mary Poppins. But you could see hit the seeds of him being a, an incredible actor, really shining in this show. We're going to have Rosemarie come to your house and get that close to your face. Ah! <laughs> Remember Lost Weekend? <laughs> <laughs> that show from the, the, the 60s? Again, just great actors. I love this show. Uh, Brad's commenting a lot on it. He's really into it. <laughs> Did you get the cut the hair? That's yeah. pun, yeah. <laughs> you, you wonder if um, this show would be funny in the hands of lesser comedians and actors. You know, uh... Sorry, you know what else is funny? Is basically this whole scene tells you what's going to happen for the rest of the show. Absolutely. And it's, it doesn't lose its surprise. Or <laughs> I love Mary Tyler Moore's reaction throughout this whole part, too. <laughs> She's so proud of herself because she came up with the idea of it. It's freaking great. I love this show. Jerry Paris right here went on later. He kind of um, went away from the uh, co-starring in the show and did a lot of directing. He did. Directed some of their best episodes. He did. <laughs> There's a big difference. Did you hear the 
Richie should go to bed. Millie had to wear a lot of like uh, uh, moo type dresses because she was uh, actually uh, pregnant in a lot of the episodes. That's right. That's uh, Carl Reiner's voice on the TV. Who plays Alan Brady, who also later on in our commentary. <laughs> like, watch Mary Tyler Moore's face here. Look how Richie's sitting, like, <laughs> his arms are, like, way off to his side. <laughs> Tyler Moore was what 26 27 I in the show younger than that yeah like 21 22 really yeah <laughs> it's like what he's doing to what we're doing <laughs> They can't show what's on the TV because they have the special effects for it, so he has to like <laughs> narrate it. Like, thanks, Jerry. Jerry, we're watching it. We know what's going on, but the audience doesn't. That's my commentary for this little bit right here. Just laughing. I was gonna say um, this probably happened in Carl Reiner's real life because he always said he wrote from yeah, like truth was always the best comedy. I agree. True situations, and when writers took over later in the show, he always told them to like not make up strange, outrageous situations. Just write what you know. Do you think that hold true when? They were spying on the neighbors across the street when they had, like, CIA come over to his house? Uh, except for season five. <laughs> Things get wacky. Later on. <laughs> she is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, 
Girls being in the PTA. Is that a flask of whiskey on the bookshelf? Should be. <laughs> Try to smooth things over, Rob. Oh. Oh, shit. Not getting any tonight. Do you think they push the beds together to fuck? <laughs> no, they just do it on the floor. <laughs> nice. Rug burn. <laughs> hey, guys, this week, let's write a sketch about a guy who burns his balls on the floor. <laughs> well, he's fucking his, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, the only episodes of Dick Van Dyke I think didn't always work as well is the ones that focused on Buddy and then Sally and stuff. I just think they're better as secondary characters. I mean, <laughs> every season there's an episode where Sally's trying to meet some guy and she gets all depressed about it. Or like buddies fighting with pickles or something. Yeah. Or. <laughs> Such talent. Let's point out all the people that are dead. Maury Amsterdam. She's still alive. She still looks good. I think she's like almost 80. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry Paris dead. has passed away from cancer. Is this girl who played Millie still alive? Yeah, she is. She was in the special. Yeah. See? Pregnant. I, uh... Uh-oh. What? Why don't girls wear that haircut anymore? That haircut's so cute. Do you think they'd be made fun of? Probably. What, Millie's haircut? N yeah, Millie's. <laughs> all boyish, like Julie's. Package. Oh, for home? Uh, Mr. Brown, we're packing. We're like, 
and that guy plays so many like little bits on the show. The the package guy. Frank Adamo. He's in a bunch of uh, Mary Tyler Moore show episodes I've been watching recently. Those uh, Capri pants, sexy Capri pants that Mary's wearing. Yep. Um, she had to, uh, because viewers, female viewers were so upset by her wearing them, like she was like contractually obligated to wear dresses in a certain number of uh, episodes. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, I know. And all it is is showing off her goods. <laughs> Again, just a simple little thing, and it's so funny. <laughs> Again, you, you know, you pointed out earlier, it is a that whole sketch is a whole episode that they just told you is going to happen. Yeah, normally, like you sit, like you reserve room for surprise, but I mean, they flat out told you what's going to happen. Exactly, already. and it totally works because you know it's going to happen, but you're still very interested because is she going to really do what? He said she's going to do it, and of course she's going to, but again, the actors make this show one of the best. And this episode actually has a great shot right down Laura's shirt. I'll point that out, too. I mean, I mean seriously, she hasn't said a word in like a minute, and it's still freaking hilarious. You know, the old adage is that you're not talking, the audience is getting bored, but no, <laughs> not here. Look her use those legs. Yep. She was a, a really accomplished dancer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see right down her shirt here coming up. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Lift your, lift your head up a little bit. A e- little more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to push it back in. <laughs> are those rafts really like pull string inflatable? Yeah. yeah. Those are like life rafts. <laughs> Can you really order a navy raft out of a catalog? Hopefully. Who is it? <laughs> Again, just fantastic. Owned. So, so uh, we just saw this episode. Um, is this one of your favorites, Brad? Absolutely. Awesome. I, I just, you know, like I said, there's so many to pick from this season. Um, I'll list a couple other ones. My uh, blonde-haired brunette's really funny. Um, the first one's really funny, too, really sets up. But this is uh, probably one of the best in it. Maybe one of the best in the, actually the whole show, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was dirty. I'm very, very curious about something right now. What? Well, I'm wondering how long we're going to keep on with this polite talking before we get down to serious kissing. About three seconds. Three. One, two. I forgive you. 
Aww. Again, they don't have to say anything. But you know. So Jerry, he has a a dental office in his home? Yeah. That's still going? That is? I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... I guess that's what they did. Oh, here's a, a commercial. It's a great thing about these DVDs is they even leave some of the commercials in. Yep. And Cher is still around. Giant size, whale size. <laughs> yes. I want to buy some. So, um, yeah. That uh, drawing was probably done by uh, Dick Van Dyke himself. Yeah, he's a, he's an accomplished artist. He really is. He is. Besides dancing, singing, playing instruments, he can draw, too. Um, so I guess it's on to the next one, huh, sir? Yeah. Most of those people in those credits probably aren't with us, so... Yeah, we'll unfortunately. Talented people. Very talented people. Pioneers, some would say. In the golden age of television. So on to season two. Yes. Where what I I forgot. What did we pick for what did I pick for season two? I did two and four, right? Uh you did two and four. I think you did um Oh well, we'll yeah, find out when it's uh, you did the roof fell in? Is that what I picked from two? Yeah, the night the roof fell in. This is season two, disc two, episode thirty-nine. I chose this because it's a uh, clever way of illustrating how people, two people, can uh, see things only their way and the uh, miscommunication that ensues. Awesome. So, um, if your DVD menu is going, um, I'm starting the episode right now. And is he going to trip Brad or is he not? I'm going to go with yes. Let me see. Uh, no, he's going to dodge it. Oh, oh, I got you. You got me. Score. You know how you can tell the one where he dodges and then trips? How? If she's wearing a black dress. Really? Yeah. All right. Test that theory. This is the first time they've ever had an aquarium in the middle of the room. <laughs> yep. Oh, she'll wait up for him. <laughs> um, see, Fred Astaire was a, a very, um, what would we say? Famous? Famous dancer and very graceful. Look, talking fish. Well, yeah, I mean, what a little clever thing to do, you know. And who says goldfish have no memory? Somebody save that diver. <laughs> um, untuck your shirt, Mary. But again, this is just, you know, illustrating that what that little scamp Rick Richie does. Working hard and still looking gorgeous. Absolutely. Is that one episode where uh 
Rob's envisioning a, uh, an alternate reality where he's like the master of the house and she's like all disheveled, but she still looks great. Yeah. Like her hair is just ravaged. <laughs> Oh, there's another great episode where they, um, he figures out his middle name is Rosebud. Mm. Kick his ass, Laura! But let's see yours first. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually funny. And, you know, this is the good old days. Look at her. She has to get ready to look good for her husband. Now girls will tell you to fuck off. <laughs> So Rob parks in the back and then he runs around to the front. He's uh, uh, making sure the family's safe. <laughs> to go on a date, she's a whore. Did he still give tickets for jaywalking? Damn. Well, shouldn't have gone to the, that girl down then. <laughs> <laughs> I want essence of Matador. <laughs> Four bucks? How much is you know like Armani now? I buy Armani. It's like sixty five dollars a freaking. Holy shit! I, I don't know. I don't bought any. That's inflation for you. Yep. Fucking A. Oh, is this the one where he shows her he comes in and he's all dancing? Oh, I love this. I haven't seen this episode in so long. Um, for those listening at home, uh, me and Brad kind of did this <laughs> uh, cold cocked where we just picked episodes, and I haven't watched Dick Van Dyke in a while. Uh, me neither. But it's easy to remember what the really good ones are. Yeah, oh, They're absolutely. So classic. He's still standing right there, but Richie's too dumb to realize they're talking about him. <laughs> Did he already ask if Daddy brought him anything? Oh, he didn't. Huh. Did you bring me anything, Daddy? <laughs> what? Real dick move there, Rob. Yep. 
<laughs> Can't believe she wrote the sports section. Did you see that? <laughs> That's a bad ADR there. Do you think they had to loop it because he's like, fucking Ottoman? <laughs> like, fuck, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> Remember when gay used to mean happy? That's right. And now it just means two dudes taking it up the ass. <laughs> I can mean two chicks scissoring. That's yeah, that's right. Scissor me timbers. <laughs> you know, this is too, you know, it's like they're really like fighting about nothing. And that's really true to life too. They're just letting their emotions get the best of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, another nostalgic thing is uh, Rob was reading the paper. No one reads the paper anymore. I know. I love reading the paper though. I really do. Not everything looks reads well on a screen. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta get that ink on your fingers. One of uh, Mary Tyler Moore's trademark is her crying. Exactly. I was about to say that. He's tuned out like ten minutes ago. Yeah. He's like, if it's not hot, cooked, and ready for me to eat, then I don't want anything to do with it. So now we just saw the real fight, and now we're going to see each other's point of view of the fight. So Mr. Astaire was a famous dancer who was very graceful. Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, I believe. That is correct. Laura's, There's her worrying about him. Laura's classic crying line is, Well, if you don't know, I'm certainly not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and her um, worried line is, Oh, Rob. Or her happy line, Oh, Rob. <laughs> Remember when neighbors were friendly? Absolutely. Now I have a racist old man who lives next to me. thing weird about this household is they always had the uh, house phone on the dining table. <laughs> Maybe just convenient. <laughs> Girls shouldn't wear that to bed. They should wear nothing. Say what? It's like she's wearing a huge oven mitt. <laughs> Here's um, Laura's point of view. <laughs> of course each point of view is going to favor the one telling it absolutely clever writing again she's even got a diamond tiara Ha <laughs> ha. 
secret. It's made for a woman. Sorry, that was really funny. Having Dick Van Dyke all put out is really funny. If you're listening to this, I want you to start calling me darling in a loving and meaningful way. I don't know, you know, just, you just gotta roll with it sometimes. See, that's what men used to do when they got mad. They'd go to the office. Where do you go when you're mad, Brad? Your room? That's not very exciting. Or, uh, no. It, it's not, I'm not able to do it so much now because gas is so expensive, but <laughs> back in the day when it was a little bit cheaper, I used to just drive. Hmm. <laughs> oh, the water cooler's wearing a little hat. actually pretty healthy uh to argue in a relationship i guess if uh if you're not then there's no it's it is and you know i'll put out a little advice here never hold anything back because it only lead to world of trouble i know from personal experiences if you have a problem with somebody tell them immediately call them out call them out in a nice way brad in a nice way <laughs> does it hey fucktard yeah <laughs> you say fucktard Eternally single, Sally. I know. Maybe she needs to find some. What's the name of the guy she always dates? Herman Glimsher. That's right, Herman Glimsher. According to the the uh, what is it? The retrospective special. 
she eventually ends up with him, so mm. it well, works out in the end. <laughs> That's how I come home from work. <laughs> and we just mentioned Fred and Ginger. <laughs> you notice her clothes are a lot looser now, too. It's actually pretty hot. We're still open. <laughs> well, back in those days, Brad, you didn't have to worry about pedophiles minorities in your neighborhood. <laughs> For the longest time, I, I never realized that uh, New Rochelle was in New York when I was little watching this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it was always just the suburbs. <laughs> Look how... You know, I guess he could be... He's like the comedic Fred Astaire. Did Fred Astaire do comedy, too? Uh, I don't know. You're saying you're not a Fred Astaire fan, Brad? I'm just saying I haven't watched his movies. (laughs) (laughs) What's that Disney cartoon with the, like, bunch of plates getting washed? Oh, wait, Fantasia. (laughs) Is it Fantasia? No, it's the brooms. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) Why would she have that many plates to begin with? There's only three people in this house. <laughs> well, they do throw a lot of parties. Remember when neighborhoods threw parties? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I love this scene. I like how all their friends call them out too, because their friends know that they're a good couple too. <laughs> Are they going to be able to resolve their problems, Brad? We'll find out after this commercial break. They have to. There's only like five minutes left. <laughs> If you're watching a classic TV show, you're really getting your uh, viewership worth because um, nowadays they're so overloaded with commercials, you're only really watching about 15 to 20 minutes of an yep. actual story. Whereas uh, back in the day, they had it, I think, at the beginning and the end of the episode. That was it? Yeah. I guess there's two commercial breaks yeah. in here, so, yeah. But the commercials weren't, you know, five minutes long. <laughs> oh, buddy. Laura, it's Rosemary. Oh, wait. It's Sally. 
that Rob's got a package for. Yeah. Mm, homemade spaghetti sounds fantastic. Laura, if you're listening, make Ryan homemade spaghetti. <laughs> yes, I would love homemade spaghetti. Remember when one of her hobbies was melting candles? <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. We'll see that episode, won't we? Oh, yeah. That's it is. Okay. It'll be uh, season four, I believe. So hang on tight for that one, Nebcast listeners. <laughs> ah, gee, we like a kid who can act. Get to your fucking room. <laughs> Why would Rob ring the doorbell at his own fucking house? Because he's a little ashamed of how he acted. And so I'd walk in and be like, is dinner <laughs> ready yet? <laughs> it's his fucking house. Of course he can come in. I paid for it on my fucking salary, bitch. Now, where's my goddamn... I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm not like that at all. It's fun to talk big. But I guess I'm just like Rob deep down inside. Just an old softy. You're just a marshmallow. Hey, fat joke. Meh. Marshmallow. Oh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she just said, oh, Rob. Maybe you can make a drinking game out of the oh, Rob. And you probably could. And she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear under this poofy dress, so free to go. <laughs> that suggests that Rob is a bit of a domestic abuser. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry. I just what I wanted. I wanted everything to be fun tonight. Oh, darling, so did I. See, she says darling so much. I think that's so endearing. <laughs> that's right. Biscotti. I know, that's why it's going on the fridge. <laughs> Twice in this episode, she says, oh, Rob. See, they did fuck. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe Richie came out of that, hypothetically. (laughs) Again, super cute. Look at how Chinese food used to come in Tupperware. Totally. Look how nice her hair is. It's all shiny. Yeah. Boy, thank goodness he missed the fight. I hope he did, because he 
Yeah, remember that, girls nowadays. Rob's going to put balls in his mouth. <laughs> He's going to be about balls deep in Laura soon. Okay, act sad. Now, if the police ask anything. some good fighters oh topical humor stupid fucker I'm a I'm a writer Richie and for you getting a a 20 on a spelling you're is a just a disappointment you're not a Petri you're a pet shit <laughs> I don't know on to season 3 Three disc changer? Yes, it is. Or two disc? Three. Three. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I love that one. I forgot about that one <laughs> until the fish started talking, then I remembered. <laughs> I guess uh, from season two, the most notable episode is the walnut one, but since we already yeah. have a history with that one, we decided to skip, skip it. it. Yeah. Um, so this is actually season three, disc one, episode 64, and it's called That's My Boy? Question mark, question mark. So this is uh, 
again, the Petries are, I think, are having a party. <laughs> Meet the Peters. <laughs> That's a chapter episode title. All right, here we go. Here we go. What's he going to do? Oh, he's, he's going to... wearing black, so watch. he's going to miss it? Yep, he's going to miss it in the trip. Watch. Wow. See, I told you. See, I, I got that one down. It's like... <laughs> It's like so obvious that she's wearing white and black, but you yeah. never, something about your mind doesn't pick up on it. Well, a mind advances mind does. <laughs> Dude, they don't have dinner parties anymore. Yeah. You know, people don't come over and just have dinner and have... Do they? Why I don't you know. start it up? I should. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've never been married, so I don't know if people <laughs> have dinner parties. Where the fuck is Mel's wife? I don't think being married is a really a requirement of it. Huh. So maybe it's we should have standard. our own dinner party? Yeah. <laughs> Well, not me, because I don't But you. <laughs> no, no, Brad, you're invited. You could be the Mel. Can't oh, bring sweet. anybody. <laughs> you know, they always mention his wife, and every time, she's always out of town or something. Because that means you have to pay another actor. And... Yep. So one of my favorite Rodney Dangerfield jokes of all time is uh, my my niece and nephew. I mean, my niece had a baby, and ooh, is it ugly? It's so ugly they only keep the negatives. <laughs> See, negatives when we were growing up was the uh, picture uh, film that would be developed into a picture. Um, it contains all the uh, image information exactly at which to make prints of. Yes. Oh, smoking on TV. You don't see that anymore. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Camels. <laughs> it's cool to smoke. Um, the punchline in this episode was way ahead of its time. And, of course, I don't want to spoil the punchline if you're listening to our commentary and watching this episode for the first time. And you want the punchline to be saved, so I won't, I won't play spoiler. <laughs> you know, another great thing, I, this show does so many flashbacks, and it's so good. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, is Laura is the one who just had the baby. And you know, the, all these flashbacks really... Her hair still looks good. Totally. Really started a thing for sitcoms, because so many sitcoms do the flashback episode. Apodectomies can kill you. <laughs> See, she left Rob alone for a little bit, so he's not going to take care of stuff. He can't do simple things like take the milk in off the and board. And housework. That's what women do. <laughs> It's like, oh, I had a lure for this. Oh, 
Dude, I was at the Disney store today, <laughs> and they had a stuffed Wally. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like 16 bucks, so I didn't get it, but... It's still cool, though. Yeah. I may go back and get it. <laughs> That's true. It is. I, why, why did they start that rule? I don't know. I guess it's a liability issue. Maybe. My mom should know. I'll ask her. You should. And let me know the answer to that. I do like the episodes, too, where um, Jerry and Rob are on the doing exploits. Especially the one where they're uh, they both buy the go in on the boat. Yeah, that one's funny. And fight about it. Lots of people fucking around this time about nine months ago. (laughs) Make sure no minorities took anything. (laughs) They have their, like, their personal stuff, like, in prison? What? So they take your personal stuff when you go into hospital? Uh, I, I don't. Dude, we need to start going to a hospital more. <laughs> I guess this would be like. Here, break my arm. I'll wear a watch <laughs> and some other things. So we'll see if they take them from me. <laughs> so I'll watch some gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems normal, but nothing else could go wrong. It's pretty standard confusion at a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Is he referring to a premature baby or premature ejaculation? <laughs> oh. 
Who carries an apple in their pocket? Dude, we should start doing it. Let's bring back a lot of trends. Carrying an apple. What other one are we going to start again? Dinner so, parties. Dinner parties. I guess I'll wear a suit to work with an apple in it. Cool. And a fedora. Hell yeah. I'll smoke at work. You should. <laughs> start smoking again, making smoking cool. Hey kids, when you get old, you'll be able to do this. You'll be able to be this cool. <sighs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I just did an amazing acting ability of smoking. Now, Jerry, why do you got to put that thought in my No Rob's doubt. Head? Charles Webb when they said that's some pig <laughs> the, the spider died at the end sad sad <laughs> Ralph Martoni remember when cab drivers weren't Arabic <laughs> look at that guy do whatever his wife tells him my girlfriend or wife told me to do anything, but like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's so cool to talk tough when she's not around. Does she still listen to these? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Probably get nagged to death. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Am I right? What's the episode where she wears the nighty? Holy shit. Uh, I don't know. Like the feathered cuffs and stuff? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to watch all 170 episodes again. And housewives complaining about the Capri pants. I know. You know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, James Carville, I can't even look at him. <laughs> It's like Pee Wee Herman's bike. It does. Just missing the lion on it. Missing the streamers. <laughs> He's thrown Sally? What? <laughs> wow. Miraculously. Oh, burn. <laughs> she probably just got high on the job. You, you know, I, I heard that does happen, uh, like, quite a bit. I wonder how many times some kid grows up with the wrong parents and that kid is abused. And while the other kid goes lives with the rich people and has a happy life. And that could have been him. Story for the ages. Yep. Hey, Sally, why don't you have a, a kid? Oh, because some no dude will fuck you. 
turn. <laughs> My friend Ryan just had a kid. I should do this to him. You should. Like, I don't know if he quite looks like Yeah, what does that baby look like? So, <laughs> do we have time to, you know, fuck? Is your vagina back to normal yet? <laughs> spread, spread your wings and let me come inside? None of our fucking friends gave us <laughs> any money. <laughs> I love how this evidence just keeps on mounting and Rob's suspicions just grow and grow. <laughs> He's still eating that apple, eh? Hey, what a great little bit. Shouldn't it be grits? Oh, wait, I didn't want to spoil the ending. Yeah, the audience doesn't know that yet. Oh, yeah. There's only one tart I see in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Some random skip there. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Rob's irrational. So Ryan, if you're if you had a son and he was changed with another family at birth and you grew up thinking that the other one was your son for like 13 years, would you uh, and then you found out, would you disown the one you raised and go with, you know, your original seed or vice versa? Um, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't care. I'd love each child like it was my own. I mean, how do you say goodbye to a child you've raised for 13 years? My wife wouldn't know because I'd kill her because it wouldn't look like me, so. <laughs> oh, you've got a bad disc here. We do. Fuck. Um, so right now, uh, um, Rob and Jerry are discussing. Uh, Rob's furthering... His suspicions yes. of having someone else's baby, and Jerry's trying to convince him otherwise. Yep, and that—I mean—that's what's happening right now in the scene. Um, nothing much else is going yeah, on. Yeah, they're just talking. They're talking, God. looking at each other, talking. <laughs> Come. This is embarrassing. For the show. Come on. Push it. Don't. So we're still, still talking. Still yeah, they're still, still talking. talking. We'll see if we go the other way. <laughs> and then Laura comes back in and she's like, oh, Rob. <laughs> and then um, they keep talking about the baby mm -hmm. and 
Um, Millie comes in with some crackers and then leaves. <laughs> I'll wait, too. So he's explaining to the hospital right now how <laughs> his baby could too, yeah. <laughs> uh, how the baby could be What the fuck? And Rob's using I imagine uh, if this is in color it's a red phone. <laughs> yes. It's like the one Commissioner Gordon uses. Totally. So he's he's put it all together and he thinks his kid's not his. Yep. And so he's talking to Miss Peters right now and he's organizing a baby swap. Did they already uh, ink the foot? Yes, they've inked yeah. the foot and it has not matched. Rob, why is there blue ink on our baby's foot? <laughs> oh, that's not till the end of the episode, Brett. You just you spoiled some of it. What? What? No, it happened already. <laughs> so, there, there, there he is. That, that, that's the guy. <laughs> well, they just said the odds there for us. <laughs> See, it, it recalled it. You know, earlier he ke- yeah. kept on eating, eating. <laughs> yeah, that's the line I spoiled. Yeah, way to go, dick. <laughs> I hope people don't miss that three and a half minutes that for some reason won't play. 
You've just played this disc so much that yes, you've worn it out. And here's the Peters. This is the one of the best jokes ever in this show. Maternal instinct just kicked in. Yep. <laughs> they allow you in the suburbs? Oh my god, how you about to be mugged. <laughs> <laughs> How hilarious! They can't possibly the, be the yeah the, the, father and mother of this baby. They have different yeah, skin color. They, do you think the Peters knew that they were white? They probably came from Harlem and the Petries of the New Rochelle. <laughs> Just pushed a turkey out of my vagina like four <laughs> hours ago. Why didn't you tell me on the phone? Miss the expression on your face? Well, I think we got some fried chicken around here somewhere. (laughs) Come, stay for dinner. (laughs) It's finger licking good. So, how do you think they told the story uh, in the 1960s to their friends? So, they show up, and it's a couple of. A couple of coloreds walked in. <laughs> yeah, colored folk. <laughs> All right. So that was, uh, that's my boy, um, the director's cut, of course. <laughs> or the studio cut, I guess. We took out four minutes of it. And onward to season four. Season four. Season four. Brad, entertain the folks. This is going to take a little longer. <laughs> um, yeah. So. <laughs> I got nothing. I know. You're season four uh, aired in 1965, I believe. Yes. No. Um, I think you're right. Um, and then Star Trek aired in 1966, and that's unrelated to the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, Looks like dust on it. Uh, season four is probably the uh, last season that, uh, by this time, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore their film careers were taken off. So, um, this is the last season that you'll probably, the, the season five, it'll start to look like the, uh, actors and crew aren't really focused on the show. 
which is weird to say because I wasn't there, but <laughs> that's is kind of how it feels watching it. That you know, it just feels like time is rolling too close. But it's, season four has probably uh, some of the most memorable episodes, like uh, the one I've obviously chosen here. And which um, one did you choose again? Uh, pink pills for. Oh yeah, I love this purple episode. Purple pills for pink patients. Something like that. Um, I think uh, the bath. Oh, I, the one where she gets her foot stuck in the bathtub. That's a good one too. Might have been season three or two. I don't um, remember. October Eve was what season three? Season two. Season two. Or maybe so it was. I think it was four. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. Let's see here. No, October Eve is season. Um, I think it's four. Three. Your season two. What happened? Season four, season four. Oh, season four is Case of the Pillow, where the Rob testifies in court about the, uh, oh, what's the line? Something, something, duck feathers. Yeah, it's season four has 100 terrible hours where Rob does the radio DJ thing for 100 hours. He gets a motorcycle. Um, <laughs> that one's actually really funny yeah. when he gets a motorcycle. Ah, yes. Never bathe on a Saturday. That's the one where she gets her... Huh. Yeah, see, I would have either chosen... Uh, they go in on the uh, the shoe store business. Pink pills for purple patients is the one. This is, uh, season four. Actually, there's another, um, on this disc, there's also a couple good ep- episodes. The one, uh, with Don Rickles, four and a half, and the Alan Brady show goes to prison. Another, another classic, yes. All right, he's going to dodge it this time. I'm calling the dodge. Nope, he ate shit. She's wearing white, so yeah. Watch, watch, um, Richie touch his penis right there. Oh. What are you doing? October hmm. uh, Eve is on neither two, four, or five. So it's, I think it's season three. Yeah. Because, yeah, because season three, the, you see uh, Carl Reiner in it. You never saw Carl Reiner in season one, I don't one think. Or two, yeah. This episode is kind of like a drug special. It is. And there's uh, Buddy making light of alcoholism. Because back in the 60s, it wasn't a big deal. You're cool if you could drink, like smoking. I wonder what the Dairy Maids is. I don't know. It's in the back of the office. Yeah. Since the first season. I got some uppers, I got some downers. <laughs> what do you guys need? An after school special, too. Uh-huh. 
Magic 8-Balls existed back then. That's yeah. That's a fairly recent thing. I thought it was like an 80s thing. Yeah. Look at the water cooler has a bucket under it. <laughs> and still has the cone um, glasses. Yeah. Paper cups. This kind of activity would be considered sexual harassment nowadays. Yep. Can you imagine being married to somebody who never met your parents? <laughs> Women used to sew? <laughs> yeah, she did. Can you imagine being Dick Van Dyke? Goes to work every day saying, I get to kiss Mary Tyler Moore. Totally. All right. I love that his parents change actors throughout the whole show. Yeah. A couple times they stay the same, but yep. for the most part, yeah, they're always different actors. And Laura, her last name as a character in the show changes. Yes. Because I think in the first season it's Laura Meeker, yep. and then her or her maiden name, I guess. And then, like, for the last three seasons, it's uh, Laura Meehan Petri. Yep. <laughs> a, a, a dude solution to everything where's that stain even come from I don't know <laughs> bending her over the chair and... <laughs> rubbing against the chair and... I love when she says, oh, Rob, take a drink. Oh, yeah. I'll drink some of my water. Yeah. Mm, that's clear and clean. <laughs> oh, alcoholism. <laughs> I, I guess if we were around in the 60s, that would be funny. Sorry, honey, I don't have DVDs yet. How she know her mom's a good cook? Say, yeah. Maybe it's just a, a natural instinct by all women. 
Rob has told her many times that. Why can't you cook this like my mom? <laughs> Take it back and make it well. <laughs> you know, as history progresses, things have to be uh, more exaggerated, more uh, edgier. Uh, walking the line so probably in this day and age uh, this episode will be replaced with heroin <laughs> yep I love that Millie's always been her neighbor yeah <laughs> like let's move away to the same people next to us Hey Ryan, when the, uh, in the future we should get houses next to each other. We should, and we'll like live next to each other. And we'll always have these cool little situations that we could write about and make money. <laughs> Look at her, she's chewing gum. That's a big acting no-no. Millie has a history of being a coke mule. <laughs> Drug dealer. <laughs> They're magic. Ash. Ash is eating his crotch. It is. He'll get that on these microphones, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> You always wonder if these values are still, like, happen today and um, girls just don't um, say them out loud, you know? What values? You know, nervous about meeting parents and it's a big deal that they like them, they're cooking everything. Well, how did Laura react when she met your parents? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember when she met him, she did not want to go meet him that day because it was busy. Christmas Eve. Oh, and there's a knockout blow. We missed, we missed the punch. That's uh, domestic violence on TV. So funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> and the voiceover is I really belted her one. She is still beautiful. Gosh.
This is an early statement against drug abuse, children. How tiny that stove is. I know. <laughs> Rob's dad is such a pig. Yeah. Oh no, something fell on the stove. I wasn't <laughs> catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> She does not like Laura cool already. Shoulder. That little character, little thing, that's funny. Rob's hiding the stain with his hand. Yep. That's such an old person joke. Yeah. So do you still do you still call like your in laws mom and dad? No. Me? Well no, I'm like just thinking out loud, like in general. I don't know, I guess I could ask my brothers they're married. Yeah. Sounds about right. I don't know though, I don't think they do. What do you call Laura's parents? Lisa and I've never met her her father. <laughs> So, yeah, just by her first name. How can you not be in love with Mary Tyler Moore? Bitter much? She's starting to tweak right now. If you know she's fidgety. You know, it's a lead-lined refrigerator. If you get inside it during a nuclear blast, you'll be protected. Totally. <laughs> He's an old dog, Sam Petrie. Actually, does his dad never change? No, he's got, like, like another wimpier... Like, oh, that's right. Uh... Wrinklier guy <laughs> plays him in one episode. 
<laughs> the end. That's the last episode of the Dick Van Dyke Show. That's asparagus? <laughs> this must have been fun for her to play. Totally. You know, in uh, the be- the uh, Never Bathed on a Saturday, she was upset initially with the uh, Carl Reiner because she was pretty much written out of the episode. Yeah. Like she can she could only do voiceover for it because you could never see her character. But uh, Carl Reiner said like, "No, it's a great episode for you. Just think about how many uh, men at home are going to be thinking about you naked." <laughs> and uh, she let it slide. <laughs> She's going to be high as a kite by then. <laughs> she, they're fucking, so she could be pregnant, Sam. <laughs> What's the expression? The rabbit? What is it? Uh... The rabbit came out. Um, yeah, something I don't remember. There's some expression they used uh, to explain Richie was pregnant. I mean, Laura's <laughs> pregnant with Richie. Uh, but they can't say that she's pregnant because of some television rule or something. Never makes al- alcohol prescription pills. This is 
Drink. Mmm, <laughs> water. <laughs> she just tried to um, put whipped cream on Rob. She thought about it. Like, how would you feel if your dad would say that about your girlfriend? Like, she's so hot that no matter what flaws she has, it doesn't matter. Do a good job, son. I'd bang her. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Here we are, folks. Ice cream Sundays. Oh, it's wonderful. Sundays on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> cousin think that's funny, too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I know. Right now. <laughs> no, Robbie, you come down here. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. 
Yeah, she is! 80s, 60s style, I mean. <laughs> We're so into the episode, totally. we can't say anything anymore. <laughs> she should have taken five hour energy. <laughs> she is obedient. Oh, I just talked over the best line yeah. of the whole show. <laughs> Dick. No, I, you know, I just get captivated by Mary Tyler Moore's performance. dicks on her. <laughs> Insert here. This scene was like the editor yeah. in the show was like, hey, check out this effect I can do. <laughs> Thanks, Al Rafkin. What a great directed episode. Gary Marshall. He's famous in Hollywood still. He is. Theme music composed by Earl Hagen. He's dead. <laughs> And here we are winding down to the fifth season, our final episode of commentary for the evening. Yep. Hang on to your hats. It's about to get awesome. This is actually the first episode in the fifth season. Coast to Coast Big Mouth. Uh, pretty famous season because uh, finally uh, Carl Reiner starts appearing as Alan Brady. He's in a lot of episodes in season five. Yeah. Horace Big Mouth is the name of the chapters. All right. Season five have the one with the Liberty Bell on Rob's back. I don't remember. So he's tripped twice and moving tripped. Oh, she's wearing white and he didn't trip. Ryan, what the hell? No, I said um, when she wears black, he dodges and then trips. I don't believe you. Oh yeah, listen to the commentary again, motherfucker. Remember that game show pay as you go? I don't. <laughs> How come Charleston doesn't have a light? No doubt. 
<laughs> there's Denver. Do you see Denver? Hey, go Denver. It has a light, but there's no words. It's crazy hair, dude. Yes. Well, her name's Carolyn Hackett, and if I remember right, she doesn't speak English. <laughs> Laura's hairstyle changes towards the end of the season, too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, it didn't matter. Looks like that. <laughs> well, those aren't the rules. Yeah. He's just gonna try and get some. Totally. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Just go there. Columbus doesn't get a light either. <laughs> Millie's going up there with her. Why didn't she just say, hey, Laura, if you go up there with me, I'll... Chicks, man. Totally. Crazy. <laughs> For those of you at home who aren't watching Rob and Mello wearing the same tie. And, um... Uh, we haven't mentioned it because Mel hasn't really been in too many episodes we've been watching. But uh, Alan Brady is his brother-in-law, and he picks on him the whole sp- whole series. The whole series. I mean, that's a good hairpiece, though. I mean, you can't even tell that he's wearing one. You can tell uh, Dick My Van Dyke's going uh, <laughs> gray a little bit. Yeah. yeah, his hair's longer in these seasons, too. <laughs> I agree with that, Rob. <laughs> Tickets, but it's 
That's a mistake. Yep, I, I think it's gonna backfire. Of course, I think nowadays she couldn't go on the show because her husband works for the station, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love how e- egotistical Alan Brady is. Yeah. <laughs> Denver. Keep his job. Yep. Busting out, and look at those legs. Oh, they turned it off. Is something gonna happen? Well, I think we're in the clear. I think yeah, she's you know, Rob's I, job. Yeah, totally. It's like a Simpsons joke. It is. So I guess you'd say the Simpsons took it from the Dick Van Dyke show. How many other characters does uh, Carl Reiner play? He plays the painter. Uh, he says like two or three characters on this show. Yeah. I can only remember the painter right now. I think he plays some beatnik guy. Yeah. Somewhere. Projectors. I watched those when I was in elementary school. Well, I'll try. I 
Alex Brady is really bald? Well, then why would he wear it too big? Well, he gets it, ladies. The secret's up. She knows, and she's lit it. How about that? Now he does a weird dance. Gay television host. <laughs> yeah. Outs. <laughs> Super flamboyant <laughs> television host. I love when uh, Rob comes home. I really don't think they have the air, kind of airtime for those antics. So how does how the state take taxes out of that prize? It's, it's you have cash. to claim them. Like when you go and fill out your uh, your W-2s or you go to like H&R Block, you have to claim them. Hmm. So, I mean, if I guess they didn't find out, you'd be so okay. So if you win a $20 blender, you basically say, I, I think it's, 20 bucks. I think it's over $1,000. Oh. Close the door, you're born in a barn. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Let all the heat out. I know you're Jewish, so I know how much you love money. Right, say something. <laughs> Baby bumper eater. What'd you win? I mean, again, it's hard to. Uh, I mean, we already said so much about how great the actors are in the show. But again, I mean, it just. <laughs> <laughs> Best reaction shot ever. Yeah. Remember, Alan Brady is very vain too. <laughs> I didn't know they had plastic surgery back then. Yeah, all right. They had credit cards back then, or that's what I never got. You know, cl credit cards now are electronic, 
But back then they just ran it over a, you know, the a piece of paper. Machine, yeah. So how would they know if your credit card got declined? They wouldn't find out until they got the bill like three days later. Yeah. Or maybe if you use credit back then, maybe they called a number. Maybe. It's the only way I could think of them being able to use it. You know what? I'm going to look up credit card online and see what the history about it you is. You do that. You tell us on the next podcast. I will. That, that'll be the next podcast. will be credit card. Oh, we got plenty of things to talk about. <laughs> I got a letter in the mail today after I asked them to lower my rate to 19%. I have a letter saying they're going to bump it back up to 23 <laughs> They're like, thanks for your letter of concern, but... Because <laughs> you wrote us a letter. <laughs> I wonder if you could fire somebody for that. I don't think you can. Maybe back then, but now I know you can't. If it's a right to work state, like Colorado is, well, even fire if, for whatever they want. Even if you fire somebody in a right to work state, you still have to have documentation on why they should be fired. You can't just, you still can't fire them for no. You can fire them for no reason, but you can't not get unemployment. Yeah, I'm sure Rob will get unemployment. But no. I mean, he'll get fired, or you know, we'll see how this episode plays out. <laughs> yeah. Suggested wife beating. You apologize? Why is it? When did you say wrong? We always end up apologizing. I don't know. Pickles never does anything wrong. Never does anything. Bye bye. Oh, hi, pal. Good luck. He's at the Smithsonian Institute. They're making a statue of her mouth. See, the Smithsonian is a place. A testament to how much women talk. Yes. Do they reveal that Alan Brady was bald uh, in earlier seasons? Um, I think he walked around once or twice. Yeah, I think so. Without his hair on. The Jackie O look. 
<laughs> How could you be mad at that? No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Such a talented guy too, Carl Reiner, you know, great actor. Obviously can write. And he was the original Rob Petrie, was Carl Reiner. Uh, was head of the family? Head of the family. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, played Rob's part in the, in the pilot. He did. And the crazy producer, what was the name of the producer? Sal something? Um, Said, I like your show, but the only thing problem is... Sydney Sheldon? Yeah. Sheldon, Sheldon Brown? What? Is it Sydney Sheldon? Yeah. Oh, Sheldon Leonard. Sheldon, Sheldon yeah. Leonard. But the problem is, is you. And there's like another woman playing Laura, right? Yeah. She's also really good at being uncomfortable. And then she goes on to the, like, the Mary Tyler Moore show is great, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> responsible for his wife. Nice. A man's place. He's putting his foot down. Sweetheart, you say that now, you get sexual harassment filed right. against you. End of the Ellen Brady shit right there. He's banging his secretary. Yeah. I'm gonna say it from now yeah, on. I'm gonna put that on my Facebook right now. I'm 27. I'm an established Silly Laura Petri. Always getting Rob into trouble. Well, at least it all worked out, right? It sure did. So, uh, you know, the tag of this, so we just went down, you know, memory lane watching Dick Van Dyke, and, um... We were really stuck into that last one. Yeah, but, you know, I love this show. That's all I can say about it. It's so clever. All the actors are fantastic in it, and I could... I could watch... Hours, yeah, hours of it. I mean, in hours. Not lo- no longer a planet. Um, <laughs> thanks to science. Millie, that's not a planet. <laughs> Because I'm a man and he's smarter. The man says goes. Absolutely. And the episode oh, just ends. Jerry Paris, director. Remember how I mentioned three episodes ago That's that right. he directs? And there we are. So, so if you haven't seen the Dick Van Dyke show, yeah. uh, hopefully we, we have enticed you to, to go out on your own. 
Absolutely. Hopefully. Netflix a few episodes, buy the DVDs if you find them. You know what? And you can find the uh, best of Dick Van Dyke. You get like for $5. And it has a lot of episodes on it, and it's yeah, well worth it. Yeah, they have little samplers with just the best episodes. So, yeah. Although um, it's really hard to choose which are the best. Yeah, come on now. Because they're all great. So, I'm Ryan. Uh, and I'm Brad. Thanks for listening, and um, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.